Good morning, Brock. Well, good morning, Tony. Good morning, Birmingham. Good morning, everybody. What is this? This is Truett News Radio. Who are you? I'm Tony Truett with Truett Insurance and Bonding. I'm Brock Murphy with Brock G. Murphy Law Firm. And we're here on uh, Garth Brooks Day in Birmingham. It is Garth Brooks Day at Protective Stadium. Holy cats. And it's sold out. Man, it's going to, uh, I don't know what kind of numbers that is. I mean, how many seats? Yeah, well, because I think they're going to have floor seats. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, you mentioned 45,000. That, that may be it. Well, I guess we'll know. But listen, that rascal is sold out. And as we've talked about, if it wasn't for the vision of the people bringing in protective stadium which i was a naysayer I, I was wrong yeah man i knew or i thought that we needed a, a a new facility i didn't know what kind of facility but man seriously tip of the cap to the yeah. people that that brought this together because uh i mean none of this stuff would have happened world games usfl garth brooks for whatever was, else is happening out there uh the legion moving over there yep, yep. you know uh it, it it's working out great, and I think we're going to get more, uh, you know, concerts and that yes. kind of thing. So fantastic uh, news there. But I am not going. It's well, I, I'm not either. But it sounds like if you wanted to go, it's it's difficult to do it. Although I did, but by the way, I did see some some seats online at Ticketmaster. But it's got to be secondhand. It's got to be scalpers or you whatever. Know, I remember uh, I remember going looking for uh, where Garth Brooks played here. Uh, this would have been around '91. Oh yeah, and uh, there was a rumor he played at this bar in East Lake. Oh. Uh, so we went looking out there, and in 1991 in East Lake, it wasn't great. No, um, it was. Uh, we drove out there, and we're like, man, I, you know, let's just keep driving. But if there was yeah. talent like Garth Brooks yeah, coming yeah. through, and I can't remember the name of the bar, but uh, you know, it's like everybody, you got to start somewhere, and that well, was uh, where he was in the, I guess, the late 80s before he just absolutely exploded into popularity and has remained there since that time. Back then, it was just a strange name of a guy playing at a bar that I've never heard of before. Yeah. Right? Well, you know, speaking of that, you actually went through and looked at the. Uh, the most played country songs, right? For the, it years. was like the biggest country songs for that this year. Is, this year. is off taste of country. Let me, yeah. let, let's just go to that before we start. Yeah, well, because I mean, it's Garth Brooks. And, and, and by the way, I, I, I think another brilliant stroke with respect to the, con, the conception and the execution, the implementation of the plan that now is protective stadium. It was brilliant to have Garth Brooks be the first main. Oh act. man. It's a, uh, and brilliant by Garth Brooks to say, yeah. I'm going to play stadiums because oh, everybody, sure. 45,000 people will yeah. pay to see me. Yeah. That's more than, that's more than the 10,000. That's got to feel, that's got to feel, good by the way of just saying I, I could play here here and yeah. here and uh, everybody will show up yeah no doubt about yeah but that. this uh this taste of country man just right off the top they had the most played country song and i could not uh get away from this so uh the last few years i kind of put those down i didn't put all of these things down but uh the last few years 2021 uh chris young and kane brown famous friends i don't yeah. know that one no uh 2020 and 2019 morgan wallen uh he had uh, chasing you and whiskey glasses whiskey glasses but yeah. then back to kane brown 2018 heaven yeah. and then i don't know any of those yeah so then 2017 i do know sam hunt who played at uab uh body like a back road uh, yeah. i remember that one yeah well I don't that's the first that one, one. Yeah, but then yeah. kind of skipping around because I didn't know a lot of the other ones either. But uh, back to uh, more of when I was listening to it. Uh, 2004, Tim McGraw, Live Like You Were Dying. 2000, yep. Toby Keith, How Do You Like Me Now? Yep. Uh, and 1998, Tim McGraw, Just yep. to See You Smile. Sure, sure. Okay, so then I'm skipping around again. Going back to 91, Alan yep. Jackson, Don't Rock Don't the Jukebox. Rock the Love jukebox. that one. Yes. 1990, Clint Black, Nobody's Home. 89, yep. Clint Black, 
Better Man. Yep. 88, Keith Whitley. Ooh. Good voice. A, yeah. Don't close your eyes. Yeah. Okay, so all of that's there. I was I was 87. That yeah. was Forever and Ever, Amen, Randy Travis, which that's a great song. I remember song. that And then song. you got The Shaft, 1986. 1986, and I was not listening to country music then. This is probably why. Yeah. Uh, Roseanne Cash, nothing against Roseanne, yeah, Roseanne yeah. Cash, never she's be doing you, well. and it, uh, it wasn't good. Uh, no. We just listened to it a little yeah. while ago, and... Uh, it was awful, and yeah. my whole introduction really to country music, outside of you know just hearing it growing up, kind of stuff. Um, I always we lived across the street from uh, Jabo Wagner, who's a oh, yeah, longtime yeah, yeah. state right, senator. For sure. uh, Marilyn Wagner, his wife is like the sweetest lady in the world. But uh, before I was driving, uh, she worked up at the high school, so I had to grab a ride with her every oh, day. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And I remember having to listen to WZZK yeah, like right, when right. I'm 14 and 15, yeah, and just yeah. sitting in the back, like, please God, <laughs> turn the channel. You yeah. know, this is awful. And now I look at this, and this is why Roseanne Cash, uh, Never Be You, was probably yes. playing. I mean, it's you know, bless her heart, and I hope she's doing well. But uh, but yeah, that uh, it's not it's not good. But then but then but then yeah, you keep going. Yeah. You go back to 82. You know, Willie Nelson, uh, 78, uh, Waylon and Willie, Mama, Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be. Yeah. That was a great song. Oh, for heaven's sake. 77, uh, Luke and Bach, Texas, Waylon. Oh, I mean, these are great yeah. things. 76, Convoy. Yeah, Convoy. That's fan. That's amazing. Uh, Rhinestone Cowboy uh, in 75. And then you keep going back, and there was Johnny Cash and Patsy Cline and Hank Williams and Hank Snow and yeah. on and on. And, you got uh, and I got Cash. Roseanne Cash, Never Be You. And well, I got Randy. I shouldn't Travis. have looked at the list. Yeah, now you're all bitter. I'm a little bitter. But, uh, but Garth got, Brooks. Garth Brooks Garth is Brooks tonight. Garth Brooks is awesome. So yeah. it's going to be good. Hey, and because of that, that's the reason why, you know, I was I was kind of curious because the USFL, you know, the only game on tap today is, is our Birmingham Stallions, 3 yep. o'clock. Uh, they're going to take on the New Orleans Breakers, which, by the way, that's number one and two in the South Division. That's going to be a, a good matchup. Um, and I was wondering, well, how are they going to get off the field and, and get Garth on in time? Uh, they're not. So they're this not. is the week that they switched to Legion Field. So last night was the first game at Legion Field, and it was the New Jersey Generals, who, by the way, now are 7-1 and one with their win over Jace's Pittsburgh Maulers, yeah. 20, uh, 29 to 18. But the Maulers did have a, uh, a a huge moment. Their place kicker Ramiz Ahmed, yeah, nailed a 61 yarder. That's a long, that's a yeah. long kick right there. That's right, 61. Somebody may be looking at him in the in the big yeah, league if he can do that. Well, I would. Yeah, I mean, on that level, uh, on that position, I would think so. I mean, that's the other side yeah. of the 50. You know, we had Tom Ruin on who held. For Jason Elam's, what was it, sixty-three or sixty-four yarder? And as he said, you know, you get down there as the uh, as the holder, and you look up naturally at the, uh, the 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 goalpost down the way. And Tom's thought was, man, that's that's really far. Yeah. You know, uh, and if I miss it, I'm giving up the entire field. Yeah, oh, the other for guys. sure, that's right. Yeah, so uh, man, hey, big week for me. Yeah, good uh, well, birthday. Good. Yeah, that gosh almighty. Yeah, you turned fifty four. Holy cow! I'm gonna just say it, fifty four. And I was yeah. just telling you, I went up to the gym. Yeah, I went into work late that day, so I went yeah. into the gym and. Uh, uh, I was telling the ladies there, uh, I was like, yeah, you know, I turned 54, and just the look in there, I'm like, my God, <laughs> well, that's old. That's so old. Yeah, that's really, that's really old. That's not old. old. you got a lot of life ahead of you. And by the way, did you blow out 54 candles or a five and a four? No, I just went with uh, four cookies. Is all cookies? we could afford. Is yeah, that right? Yeah, yeah, that's all we could afford. <laughs> yeah, so we had four cookies with a candle and all yeah, of cause them. because you drove to the gym. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, that's man, that's <laughs> that's where your money's going yeah, for sure. exactly. But, uh, yeah, man, thanks, everybody. I got a ton of birthday wishes and all. And, uh, it was great. I had a, I had a really fun day and good week um but uh, we packed off uh, a lot of our uh time on the that was the first so yeah. uh, my son uh, on the second yeah. okay went to spain and that's the other side of georgia right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. uh we but we packed him up and sent him off and um Ooh. you know first trip big, big trip yeah. going away and all that he and uh they have their uh, high school class several of in the spanish 
class or speaking people they're taking over there and uh are they going to different cities or staying in yeah, barcelona yeah, they went to uh they you know but it's funny like talking to or you're texting really because yeah. i was just telling you like you know they're eight hours ahead so he's texting wow. at 1 30 in the morning yeah, yeah, so right. you're up. but uh they're uh they went to Madrid was the first oh, is wow. the main deal. But yeah. today they're going to I would say Toledo. They go Toledo. <laughs> Toledo. Toledo. Yeah. Uh, they're going there today. But uh they were in Madrid and then they're going to Barcelona, which oh, I've yeah, always yeah. wanted to go right. to. But um anyhow and it's on the coast. It didn't oh yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. gorgeous, man. Wow. Uh but the funny thing is yesterday, so yesterday was his first day. They landed, you know, so they've been up like a day yeah. at this point, but they take you immediately onto sightseeing and you just got to power through Ooh. all day before oh. you can go to sleep after being on the plane and also i mean he's just white last night but yeah. the funny thing yesterday i'm talking to joanne and she's telling me you know she's got this uh this tracker thing on the phone and oh, i didn't yeah. realize it would work that far yeah, away yeah. that far but you can actually see like uh <laughs> zoom in and you yeah. see like the streets they're on oh and, wow you know, like his little bubble head thing is going is around right? and he's moving and <laughs> You know, but the whole thing is like this, they're, man, they're they're really getting immersed in Spanish culture, and it's going to be great for him. He's really going to get confidence and, you know, yeah. mature and all that, but uh, he's really going to get the, the the heartbeat of Spain. So it's where like, they eat? It was like, where is he? Well, he's outside of the Taco Bell and Five Guys right now. And it was like, yeah, that uh, full yeah. immersion. Yeah, right, full immersion. exactly. Well, and it, it on, almost... the, uh, on the uh, Paseo de la Castellano was where the uh, Taco Bell and the uh, Five Guys are. Say, oh, well, I mean, it's, it's almost scary that uh, – uh, you know, such a small number of uh, companies and therefore families on the globe control even food retail across well, the globe. Well, just imagine that. I mean, again, you know, I don't travel internationally or right. really nationally that much. Yeah. But uh, think of that. I mean, just the the reach of America. Oh, yeah. Is the other uh, the yeah, corporate right. the corporates out of America and the and that the entire world wants it. I don't, oh, yeah. I mean, I, they can say what they want, but yeah. the, the people all want it. Do they have the Mexican pizza debuted back there at the uh, Paseo de Castellano? Uh, man, I don't know what was on the menu, but I do remember being in um, – uh, with Jace, actually, uh, we were in London with, uh, years ago. Oh, yeah. And, uh, went on this trip, and uh, you went to the Burger King because, uh, like, everybody else is going and eating, whatever. Yeah. We're <laughs> like, man, we're going to hit something I know. And want keep something going. familiar. And uh, so we go to the Burger King, and I'll never forget, I got the uh, the bacon cheese or uh, yeah, the bacon cheeseburger. Right. And, uh, but it's Canadian bacon. So oh. they, got, they got what you think, but yeah. it's just a little bit different. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And just, you're sitting there like, man, there's a ham on my, on yeah, my there's burger. A yeah, there's a, there's a different. That's what they've got in the, in the breakfast uh, in the morning, too. By the way, going back to Taco Bell, that Mexican pizza is gigantic. Like, Taco Bell can hardly make enough Mexican pizzas. They brought it back, yeah. and it's... And it's it was a great you know, idea. I, I mean, nothing against Taco Bell. I've just never been a big Taco yeah. Bell fan. I mean, a lot of people love it, but uh, and and I eat just trash food all the time. Yeah, you know, yeah. I love all of it. So, yeah. uh, but for whatever, I haven't clicked on that one. I had a uh, I had my jaw uh, worked on. I had jaw, jaw surgery when I was fifteen. Yeah, and it was the uh, for six weeks I was wired shut. You yeah. know, all you could have was shakes and I, soups. I, I and need whatever. that now. Well. But during that is when Taco Bell introduced what was then called the pizzazz pizza. And when your jaw's wired shut, everything in the world is a food commercial, even if it's not a food commercial. And so that thing hit me. Every other commercial was the pizzazz pizza, pizzazz pizza. And it hit some spot in my brain that I cannot shake. <laughs> so I have I to have a, a Mexican pizza every now and then just to is satisfy Is it the same thing as the pizzazz pizza? Yeah, yeah the they Mexican? just renamed it the, uh, the Mexican pizza. But it is. I, I have to say it's one of my favorite things. But that's why, again, I think it hit that just subconscious spot when I couldn't eat anything. And by the way, when, when you're when you're wired shut and all you can eat is shakes and, and uh, you know, things like that, 
everyone's like, man, that'd be awesome to just eat shakes. But I mean, literally yeah. the first one I was thinking six weeks of this, yeah. I was yeah. already over it. Yeah, it's not good. Hey, man, I'm going to hit you with a Birmingham fact. Here's Give it to some, me. Here's Give some me. Birmingham history. Uh, talking about my birthday, June 1st, back in 1995. Oh, nice. That was the last day that horses ran at the Birmingham <laughs> yeah, Turf Club. Yeah, how about that? I actually saw something that disputed that a little bit, but it looked like the consensus went for June 1st, Well, and it's your birthday, so we're yep, hitting it. I'm going with that, but... Yeah. Uh, uh, a little history on the Turf Club. They opened March 3rd, 1987. I remember yeah. all of this at a cost of about $80 million. Wow, I mean, back that's then. enormous. I mean, it, it, what's that today? It's I, I know. And it was uh, built by Robbins and Morton. And I mean, I remember going out there and it was first class. Oh, I mean, just an amazing place. But it really only by the end of the year, uh, they had all these big projections of the money they were going to make. By the end of the first season, that's a 175-day racing season, the facility had lost five or $50 million oh, unbelievable. and declared bankruptcy. And uh, they had already started talking about dog racing by 89, and I think it came in in like 93 maybe, yeah, something yeah, like that, right. when Milton McGregor came in. But uh, incredible uh, just story and how – I remember, I think it was AmSouth was the one that yeah. put up a ton of money for oh, it. And it's like geez. – we were talking before the show started too, just uh, like Vegas. Of, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm always amazed at at the at sell, I mean the salesmanship of, <laughs> of anything really. But for, yeah. like something like this, we're going to yeah. have a horse track in Birmingham, yeah. and I need y'all to give us fifty million dollars yeah. or eighty million, 80 million dollars. Exactly. And um, and somebody goes, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, well, that'd and be like three hundred million today. Wouldn't I got to think the banker lost the job on that <laughs> yeah, one. It, but, didn't, uh, it didn't go so. Well. By the way, don't we still have a basketball that's rolling down the hill of the parking lot from when we went out there to three on three? <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. Uh, that I remember they had the uh, hoop it up tournament yeah, out there. We all yeah. played in and. I, man, I think it was probably about 130 degrees oh on gosh. that asphalt that day. It was in the yeah. middle of the summer yeah. in, the, in a gigantic asphalt parking lot yeah. on a hill. There were yeah. more like broken ankles at that oh, place. Oh, gosh, yeah. But uh, uh, I remember uh, not too many years ago um, when uh, LeBron got pulled out of the out of the championship in Miami, he was cramping up because they didn't have the <laughs> yeah. AC. Yeah, yeah right. well, Another friend of ours called and like, man, that dude, you know, he should have been at the, yeah. at the turf he club. Have made that, it. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Know? Oh my gosh, that was yeah, that was funny. But we had that. That, that will I will never forget. We that. had a team member, a team member's shot block so bad. I'm I'm convinced it's still rolling around the well, park. Well, yeah, Keith Andrews has the uh, the unstoppable hook. Unstoppable it turned hook. out to be it turned out to be stoppable. Unstoppable. Yeah, yeah. who knew? I love. I just love, I still remember the confidence he said it with mm, the man. Oh, yeah. give, it, give it to me. I, I, I got, got an unstoppable yeah. hook. Just just called it. You're like, yeah, okay, yeah. got uh, it. No, must, well, it. I mean, must how work. can we not? Yeah, for sure. Got to do that. Hey, man, uh, the Legion. We're finally getting around to uh, yeah. the uh, their first home game in a while. Is coming yeah. up on Wednesday uh, against Memphis 901. Yeah. And remember, that's their big rival. Again, that's the one that the Birmingham Football Club out yeah. in Birmingham City in England, they're the ones who decided, well, we hate the Memphis 901. And they started chanting against Memphis in Birmingham, England. I think that's just hysterical. So, uh, you know, that's the self-proclaimed big rival for Birmingham. So make it out there Wednesday. Let's support the Legion. Yeah, and uh, like we said, we've already talked about the Stallions, World Games, getting closer and closer. Closer, Get your tickets, yeah, July right. 7th through the 17th, I believe. Yeah. Uh, TWG2022.com. Yeah, yeah, you got to get out there. Hey, uh, man, the Kessler Collection. We were talking about Ooh. this. I love these hotels. Yeah, uh, the Grand Bohemian, I think, falls yeah, under yeah. all this. We have one here. For sure. Uh, I saw an article yesterday that uh, they are, about to do a, a like a twenty five acre development in is it Cashers Cashers North Carolina Cashers yeah, North Carolina uh, one hundred fifty million dollars going into this place but uh, they're gonna uh, 
have a new lodge, mountain cottages, and glamping cabins. Glamping cabins. Glamping. I, I thought glamping was t- like high intense. I'm not much of a camper, yeah. but if you could set, if somebody would set me up with some high end amenities, yeah. I would go do that. But now they're they're taking it to a cabin. A glamping. And I got the cabin. feeling that a glamping cabin is going to cost a pretty good bit to stay in. I have a feeling that glamping is basically you're taking the folks that don't want to go camping. Yeah. Uh, and and it's feeding so it's them glamour. some good food. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. So I bet that's going to be pretty nice. But you know, uh, real quick because I. I do want to cover more of that, uh, but $150 million for that mixed-use village, right? Yeah. That, that creates that whole entire 24 acres. It develops the whole thing, and yet that is probably half of what today would have been the price to co- to uh, to create that turf club. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, and I would tell you this will be more successful than the turf club <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this thing's got all kinds of oh, high-end stuff. But then uh, you're talking about the 25 acres. They're leaving a third of it for green space and parkland. Yeah, but, uh, smart. Should be open by uh, 2025. But that's six. Uh, there's six property in the Carolinas. But uh, Kessler. Yeah, we were talking about. It. I, man, I stayed at the uh, the Grand Bohemian there in Asheville, yeah. and uh, man, I, I think that is my favorite hotel yeah. I've ever stayed at. It, yeah. it was great, and uh, these people do a really good job. So I'm sure this is going to be. Uh, uh, incredibly nice. Yeah, no, they it, they don't do things by half measures. But you were saying that the uh, the family history is uh, hotels, but on a whole different uh, yeah, economic uh, scale. The uh, the dad uh, Richard Kessler, uh, yeah. I believe that's his name. He uh, was the head of Days Inn, like really young. I forgot wow. what happened there, but uh, back in the seventies, I guess when uh, Days Inn was a big brand, um, they built that up, and um, he was. I'm going to tell you like in his twenties, maybe when he was the head of all that and built that into a big chain and, you know, somewhere along the line decided he wanted to do high end stuff. But, uh, yeah. but man, the, you know, the, the artwork in these places is amazing. Oh, uh, for sure. the whole layout, and that's the one design. of their gimmicks yeah, for the grand bohemian at least. Yeah. It really is, but a cool place. And, you know, there's the one here in town that yeah. uh, does a ton of weddings and, you know, events and yeah, uh, has sure. a great restaurant on it. And over there by Botanical Garden, yeah. you can walk around. Really good location. But uh, this one, this one's going to have a residential village, which is interesting. Yeah, they're actually building some some housing over there, too. And teaser, we're, we're actually reaching out, and it sounds like it might happen that we may have someone from Kessler on. Yeah, uh, trying to get it now because I think they'd be uh, really fun to yeah. talk to. And uh, particularly with us having one here in town, uh, yeah. it'd be fun to hear how that's going and things they have planned too uh man congrats to uh truett news radio alum bo kerr yeah he's uh you know over at sanford he was on a couple months ago i guess and uh but he's moving over he'd always been with sanford athletics but uh he's gone on to become he got a big promotion to the assistant vice president for corporate and foundation giving uh that's under the university advancement division at sanford but you know whatever of of a week later, they have announced this $65 million. <laughs> million uh, State-of-the-art recreation oh, and man. athletic facility. They're yeah. doing a big upgrade over there. So congrats to Bo, man. That's good. He is a super good guy. And, uh, you know, uh, another Truett News radio alum, Pat Byington, is the one who who broke the story for me. Yeah. At least that's the post that I saw. And he posted a picture. It looks like it'll be right next to the stadium. It's a fantastic facility. Man, talking about Pat, he also had a um, an article, uh, the SEC baseball tournament in Hoover drew, uh, drew almost 140 thousand wow. people this year Isn't so uh, again well done hoover and yeah. the whole birmingham area and everybody that's a great turnout for that i uh you know alabama is obviously a big draw for that tournament and uh, they had the misfortune i guess of that being the opening game uh it was against georgia and there was a bunch of rain it was early in the morning so that was a little bit unfortunate i wonder what that uh, attendance figure would have been if they might have been later in the day but always uh, a big pull for hoover you know that's that's near where i live and i i uh, uh tend to 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 uh, grab some coffee in an area right near the uh, the, the Met. And it's just a, a really big resource for Hoover, so I'm glad that went well. well all right, Brock, let's go to the uh, Truett Insurance and Bonding 
Uh, who and it could be yours if the price is right. But wait, this is someone who we know very, very yeah, well. Yeah, Paul Demarco. Paul Demarco. Paul, you with us? How are y'all? Man, we're good. What you got going this morning? We appreciate you stepping in. We uh, we were having um, Ivan Mazel, yeah. and he ended up with a conflict, uh, so we've rescheduled him to the 18th. But we stepped up again and got Paul to oh, join Paul. us. So, uh, man, we appreciate <laughs> it. That's right. We got Paulie D. Yeah. From Ivan to Paul DeMarco. I don't know about that. Yeah, it's the same thing. That's right. Then, well, Paul and I actually had lunch uh, together this week. He, uh, oh. Paul is an attorney, and he works with an. He defends insurance companies in the state, uh, yeah. and he's one of our companies. He works with, so uh, we kind of double team the guy and oh, uh, gotcha, tell him gotcha. how great Alabama is and that they I need see. to step up. I oh. thought we did a pretty good job. Paul. Nice, nice. I, I think so, and uh, I always appreciate seeing you and uh, uh, talking about all the great things. I think that's part of what we were doing was selling the state of Alabama. But as y'all talked about this morning, so much, you know, Garth Brooks coming tonight, uh, the Legion, uh, the Stallions. There's so much going on in the state, and, and so it, it makes it easy to say, hey, look, there's a ton of great stuff going on in our state. Where did y'all go to entertain this individual? It was actually fun. Paul had a meeting out in Trustful, so we, oh, yeah. so yeah. we set it up, and uh, I have not been out to Trustful in a while. Y'all go to that so, entertainment venue? Well, we went to the Half Shells okay. out there, yeah. and uh, which, one, is a good place to go. Yeah. But, uh, man, every time I go out there, I'm amazed. I remember going out to Trustful in about Oof. 1987. I had yeah. some buddies lived out there. Then I remember at the time thinking, man, this is on the the other side of the world. Sure. And they really had like the downtown, and there wasn't a whole lot more. But uh, you know, of course, I've been out there a lot over the years, but I haven't been in a while. But to see just everything oh, yeah. that's filling in, oh. and, and uh, it's amazing the growth yeah. that community's had. Yeah, and you know, sure. we had Buddy Chodon, who's sure the mayor, yeah, a, yeah. a month or so back, and um, it is another. It's just like what you said, Paul. Another great example of what all's going on around Alabama because yeah. uh, it's fantastic what has happened there. Well, and in our region, I know every bit is like, oh, oh my gosh, Birmingham has just dropped again population-wise. But if you look what's going on, the, the growth in Trustful, the growth in Hoover, the growth in Chelsea, I mean, the region is growing. And it's why it's the largest you know, population base of the state of Alabama. And uh, because of great leadership, and this, this entertainment district in Trustful is a perfect example of it. Yeah, and well, yeah. I mean, they've got that one. They've got the one down in Pelham, and you know, yeah, as you mentioned, Chelsea continues to grow. I was seeing the other day. You know, there's a Rodney Scott uh, barbecue and a Heroes Donuts that's going into the shopping center at 150 and 459. They're they're building on next to the Audi there, and uh, and uh, and I discovered from my friend Robin, who's listening. Hello, Robin and Addie. Hope they're listening. Uh, but I discovered from her that the, the same two uh, restaurants, I think, are going in down in Chelsea. So that area continues to grow. So yeah. from Chelsea to Trustville, uh, all around. I, I'm, I'm almost positive the one in Chelsea, but I'm, I, I think all of these are backed, you know, by uh, uh, Michael Moran, who's going to be on the show next week. And I may that may not be exactly right, but, you know, he's he's – developing stuff yeah i, I mean at a record pace thank oh, thank sure. I'm, I'm so happy he lives here because yeah. he's adding a lot of cool stuff uh around town but uh they uh he and uh nick Bahakis, i think have teamed up and uh and uh, again i may be wrong we're going to nail this down next week but yeah. i think he's doing the development part and then nick does the restaurant part of it sure. and, and you know they're kind of replicating this around town so everybody yeah. is getting some really good stuff out of it oh for sure but uh, Paul, now, what we what we got you on uh, to talk about? You've always been active on the is it the is it the Penhody Trail? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah the, Did I say uh, that right? You know, that's yeah, that's exactly right. One of the things that we're going to talk about uh, this morning is something that's coming up in about a week and a half. Yeah, 
you know, we talk about the, the, the Gulf Coast and all the, the sporting events here in Birmingham, but one of the things that we got to remember about Alabama is we're the we're the, the, the southern part of the Appalachian Mountains. So, you know, uh, Brock appreciates the Rockies. <laughs> the Rockies. Sure, but the the Appalachians and and they you know they end in Alabama, yeah. And, and we've got a ton of great hiking trails in our state, and one of them is the Penhody Trail that starts um, in, in Alabama, and you can hike the Penhody all the way up to Springer Mountain in Georgia. Oh wow! Um, and and so it starts in Coosa County, and uh, June the fifteenth. Uh, the the state, it's on um, Alabama forestry land, is going to welcome the reopening of this historic tower that's on the top of Flag Mountain. So if oh, you ever wow. heard of Weegolfka, Alabama, uh, Weegolfka, it's near Sylacauga, oh. and uh, there's a flag tower that was built by the Civilian Conservation Corps in the 30s. Oh wow! Uh, and it's a beautiful tower. It's a it's a stone tower on a clear day. You can see up to Mount Sheehaw, like seven counties. If you look oh, to the wow. south, you could see the Capitol Dome. I mean, it's just a – this is from Coosa County. It's a beautiful stone tower that was built. Uh, they brought a bunch of guys from New York and New Jersey with the Civilian Conservation Corps during the Depression, and they, they cleared this land for a state park, and they built this tower. And there's been – it, it went into decay and decline, and but now it has been restored – and it is going to be a great day because it's going to help bring more hikers from around the country to Alabama. I mean, folks here in Alabama know about the Pinhody, but it's going to bring it's just a, a great historical uh, renovation of this tower and that you can see, you know, 360 degree view of, of all around, you know, kind of central Alabama yeah, down there. I remember so, uh, public. pretty sure that's what uh, Jason Wilson, you know, um, over uh, – What's the what's the name of uh, you know that we had him on that he did uh, back back forty oh, brewery yeah, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I'm drawing a blank uh, yeah anyway got the the new uh, brewery over in Anniston yes, that was yes, what he was sure. talking yeah, about too right, was yeah. uh, is this coming in and uh, you know they're uh, I think well situated to capitalize yeah, on all these right. people coming in and and he was saying the they could walk there. up yeah for yeah. sure I remember that yeah. Well, look, th- this trail is, you know, we talk about economic development, whether it's, you know, Mercedes and Airbus and all this. I mean, the, the outdoor hiking community, I mean, we've got such great fishing and hunting, but the, the outdoor hiking community is, is a great uh, influx of, of dollars to our state. Like you think about North Carolina and, yeah. and Oregon, which is great for our state as well. Oh, absolutely. And, um, well, it's and, a passionate group of people. Eastern yeah, it really is. Um, and, and especially for, for East Alabama, you know, going all the way from Coosa County up to Cherokee County, um, that where the Penhody goes. And there's a lot of work that still needs to be done on the Penhody to get it some off some of the county trails, off some county roads. But, uh, you know, I've been up and down that uh, trail since I was a kid with yeah. scouts. But this, this is the – so it's June the 15th, uh, about noon, noon they'll have um, – uh, arc, different folks, historians and architects talking about this uh, fire, fire tower and talking about the Penhody and what it means to Alabama. And so, I, again, like y'all talk about every Saturday morning, all the the great things going on in our state and in our community, uh, this is going to be another um, something that folks say, hey, look, what, tell us about what's going on in Alabama. Say, well, look, we've got this in this Penhody trail, which is uh, kind of into the Appalachian Mountains. 
uh, it doesn't end in Georgia, it doesn't end in Tennessee, they end in Alabama. Yeah. And uh, it, this, it's another. It's uh, exciting stuff, stuff, man. More good stuff. Uh, Coldwater Mountain Brew Pub. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, sure. I, I was sitting there uh, trying to, to I was just base it on the name, but uh, Coldwater Mountain Brew Pub. Go see them in Aniston if you're going over there. Yeah, too. yeah. It sounds like a nice facility. We're on the we're on the air with uh, Paul DeMarco, our good friend and attorney, uh, former uh, state representative and uh, ambassador for Penn Hody. Paul, pa- Paul, now what uh, what do you do now with the Republican Party? You're the Jefferson County Big Shot, the Jefferson County Republican Party. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's it. That well, that's I like it. my name better. Yeah, oh, you Republican County, Jefferson County, Big Shot for the Republicans. Yeah, Big Shot, Republican yeah. Big Shot. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Paul, it, it, check me if I'm correct. I think Penn Hody Trail is, you, you know, if you get into these people who do these ultra running uh, competitions, you know, it, it seems like we're not speaking English anymore when you speak to them because it's like a 50 or 100 mile run. But I think I'm correct that one of those is on Penn Hody, isn't it? It may, you know, I've only, look, I've only hiked it, and I only do 5K. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so right. I don't do the ultras like some of these people, but... That's 5Ks um, yeah, more than me. Of, yeah. <laughs> these ultras that, like, you, t- I've got some friends that do them, and God bless them. I, yes. You know, like 50 miles, 100 miles, um, and they, they do them in trails, and I know there's a lot over, over in East East uh, Alabama uh, that do a lot of those uh, ultra uh, ultra runs and uh, but the Penhody again the history of it it's just been around for a long time oh and for sure the fact that you can start in uh, in Alabama and head up to Springer Mountain and you know Springer Mountain is actually for now at least that's the start of the Appalachian Mountain Trail is okay. actually in Springer Mountain in Georgia which is up in in North Georgia and look the Penhody is 335 miles wow so yeah. that's a lot of hiking and it's actually part of a bigger section of the Eastern Continental Trail. That starts. I, I, I did not know this before. Starts in Key West and it ends in Newfoundland. Oh, hmm. good how about that? How about that? Jeez, man, well, so, well, man, that's good lots stuff. Lots of hiking opportunities in our state. Absolutely. Yeah, well, Paul, sure. man, we got to wrap up. Anything you want to say uh, as we move on? And enjoy y'all every Saturday morning. Well, Thanks we appreciate it, man. Yeah. Have a great Saturday. Talk to you. Yeah, good Thanks, to have y'all. you on. Yeah, good friend of ours, Paul DeMarco. Yeah, ambassador for the Penn Hody Trail. Yeah, uh, definitely he's really be- pushed that a long time. Yeah, man. yeah. So be out there June 15th around noon. That's when the festivities begin and the, and the recommissioning of that stone tower. That's interesting. Yeah, and uh, man, other things going on too. If we're mentioning dates, remember Vulcan's birthday uh, party is tomorrow. Yeah, that's uh, right. Up at Vulcan Park. So go be a part of that. Yeah, and then the sure. Alabaster City Fest is today at 11 a.m. Oh, go down there uh yeah john reminded us that we haven't said hello to john this morning so uh, johnny b working the board yeah look at him in there doing his thing uh let's see here what else we got oh man uh here's your favorite person that uh, i never knew you had a problem with but dr beach uh has come out with uh with his list of the best beaches yeah and, uh, you actually have a good point uh, well, yeah I, so here's my thing his name's dr stephen leatherman i got nothing against him but i mean apparently he just woke up Brock, one morning Brock, Brock has of, a beef with dr well beach. he just kind of stretched you know and yawned and just decided yeah i'm gonna be dr beach from now on and i'm gonna rank beaches and everyone's gonna you know have me on shows and yeah and i'm gonna create it, lists I, th- I actually think it's a, a genius uh Stroke of genius that he did it because he's got drbeach.org, which is yeah. where I went to find yeah. all this stuff. But yeah. uh, it could be that I'm jealous. Yeah, he's been ranking the top beaches uh, in the country since 1991. Uh, so he got a he got a good jump on everybody. But uh, he has uh, just come out with his list this year, and uh, the best beach in the country is uh, is uh, Lifeguard Beach on Ocracoke Island, which is yeah. off uh, Cape Hatteras. Up you've been in the to. Outer Bank. Yeah, and I've been out there. 
And um, it is fabulous, but uh, it is super cool because you got to take the the only way to get out there is either by a boat or by a small plane. Yeah. Uh, but you can ride your car on the ferry. Yeah. Uh, they take you out there, but I didn't realize when we were doing it. I knew it took a little while, but it's twenty six miles out there. Yeah. Uh, but the road continues like it's the same. So the ferry's part of the whatever the state road is. Yeah. It, it it stops at the water and then picks up again at the water, which I thought was pretty cool. But uh, it actually too the, that's where Blackbeard was killed uh, was Ocracoke. That's where he. Was would go retreat to after pillaging ships and all pillaging he was a pillager yes yes, yes. the second best beach this also struck a chord with me because uh we i mentioned this you know i've talked about a bunch we were down in tampa in spring <laughs> yeah. break but the second best beach was caladesi <laughs> island state park which a lot of people talk to <laughs> Now, I don't know if you remember, we had a tooth emergency. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we stopped, and uh, like I said, everything in, in you would say this is doomed in Florida. Yeah, but it's yeah. Dunedin, Florida. Dunedin. But uh, Caladesi, Caladesi Island State Park in Dunedin, Florida Dunedin. was second on his list. Yeah. Uh, third best was Cooper's Beach in Southampton, New York. Fourth was St. George Island State Park down in Florida, which I know a lot of people oh, yeah. from here Some go friends, to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fifth was, how do you say this, Duke uh, Kahanamoku Kahanamoku Beach in Oahu. I could believe that. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Lighthouse Beach in Buxton, which is also in the Outer Banks. Yeah. And then uh, I kept going here for a minute. The seventh best was Coronado because I wanted yeah, to get yeah. to this. Coronado is another one I went to. Yeah. And it is awesome out yeah. there, too. So he's got a pretty solid list together, at least in my eyes. Well, that's true, but I I, I feel like there should be some, some other beaches represented from our Emerald Coast on there. Although I, I haven't been to some of these places. It might be that they're fantastic. Uh, I, you know, I'm I'm skeptical of the Southampton, New York, but uh, you know I think the rest are probably pretty pretty yeah. solid, and I'm sure that one is too. I just don't yeah. think about them as a beach. Yeah. Uh, another topic, man. Congrats to Armand Delatabody. He's yes. a junior at West Davy Hills High School. My son is. We're getting. We're going through uh, the the ACT, ACT and, and getting ready yeah. for college. Well, I saw right. this uh, yesterday. This kid knocked it out with a perfect score on his Good ACT, grief. and I bet there there may be somebody else in the community here that uh, has scored a perfect yeah. score. And man, God bless him. Congrats to him. Yeah. But uh, I just remember thirty six perfect score. Uh, wow. And I, they had a deal on here: four thousand and fifty five students who graduated in the twenty twenty one class yeah. got a perfect score, which I was wow. amazed at that. Yeah, yeah. But that's out of one point two nine million yeah. who took it. Okay, yeah. so that's less than 05 percent got a perfect score. But I'm amazed that four thousand yeah, yeah. kids got a thirty six. Well, that you know that tells you <clears throat> that tell, there's there's statistics and probabilities, right? When your sample is one point two nine two nine million a small percentage still leaves a you know that that's half of the bjcc the legacy arena holy cow man uh but yeah that's a i just remember when we took it one it was nowhere near as big a deal like i think we may have gone out the night before you went and took it (laughs) and uh you went to sanford at the time i guess you still do but uh went to Sanford and you took your test and what you got, you got. And I yeah. mean, if somebody met a 30 back then, they yeah. were, I mean, they were genius. Oh, for sure. And, uh, yeah. But now, I mean, lots <laughs> of people are at 36. Holy moly. Uh, anyway, another on to something else too. The States that drink the most beer. I saw this on the street.com. Uh, each year, the beer industry contributes more than $331 billion to the U S wow. economy. Wow, that, that's, that's a lot. That's astounding. Yeah, it really is. $31 billion. And they broke it down about how many new breweries have come in and all this. But uh, anyway, the uh, per capita consumption is how they did this on the 30 biggest beer-drinking states. Yeah. is what they put out. New Hampshire was the one, 41.5 gallons per capita. Now, does that mean per person? And I think in, that's in, per person. In one year, a person drinks 41 gallons? I think their Hampshire? average person drinks that much. Wow. <laughs> that's a lot. But Holy then uh, Montana and the Dakotas were next. South Carolina, Texas, and Mississippi, as we start kind of getting into our area, they were 8, 9, and 10. Yeah. 
We came in at number 14 with an average of 29.1 gallons per capita. Wow. What do you think of that? Well, you know, I, that, uh, so, you know, we all of a sudden have, we're pretty rich in this microbrew, right? I mean, we were yeah. talking about that. Uh, in fact, when cold water, when we had the, that owner on, um, and, and we know this, so I guess that makes sense. What I was a little shocked about was that Louisiana uh, yeah, I, is, I brought is them as far up down in, as 16. And Nevada was pretty far down, yeah. too. Uh, but I'm with you. Louisiana, that's why I put it on here, was 16. And then you're a Colorado yeah. uh, roots or number seven. Well, they're too busy doing mushrooms and marijuana. But, you know, Montana <laughs> and the Dakotas with uh, number two and three, I was thinking with the Dakotas, I guess there's nothing else to do, right, but drink beer. But Montana makes me think, you know, my mother has a really good friend from Bozeman, and uh, and that uh, that friend has been celebrating, or I, I say celebrating, at least uh, amplifying the fact that Montana is exploding right now. Uh, there's a new wave of Californication. Yeah. A lot of them are going to, to Colorado and all around, but a ton of them are settling in Montana. And, you know, as often is the case, I guess it uh, there's some good to it. It certainly has just bumped up the, uh, the, the real estate market tremendously. It's a spike. But, you know, like often happens, uh, those folks aren't always welcomed by the locals. So really interesting things going on in Bozeman and around the state of Montana. Yeah, Maybe uh, driving them to drink. What was it? Talking about not being uh, welcomed. I remember what Rip did to the motorcycle people on Yellowstone. <laughs> uh, they, they won't be coming I, back. I, I don't think I saw that. They won't be coming back. I, I saw a thing this week. Uh, it was a gigantic facility. And it turns out it was a picture of the world's largest hotel in Mecca, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. How many rooms you figure were at this hotel? Man, I'm not, uh, I guess I'm not up to speed on what goes on in Mecca, but I'm going to tell, I'm going to say a lot. 10,000 10, rooms. rooms. So here, what, what does that look like? Let me get, let me tell you the, the tallest building we have in Birmingham is about what? 32 floors. I think, you know, whether it's a, I still call it the South Trust, the ship building, uh, the Am South Plaza, whatever they're 32, 33. Uh, so add a dozen floors, 45 floors. Now multiply that by 12, 12 yeah. 45-story buildings all in a circle around one another. That's this 10,000-room uh, place. 70 restaurants, seven zero restaurants, four helipads. It started being built for three point four helipads? Yeah, only four. $3.5 billion back in 2015. In 2017, construction came to a bit of a halt because oil prices dropped back then. How about that yeah, little luxury? I remember that. But it's it's still being built. It's not quite finished. It's called the Abraj Kadai. But listen, that made me wonder. Well, so 10,000 units for that place. How, how many, what do you think is the largest hotel in Alabama? You actually nailed it. I, I asked you this. Uh, I said the Sheridan. And you were correct. Center, yeah. It was the Sheridan. The USFL Sheridan, I call it right now. 757 rooms. Yep. 757 rooms. 10,000 in Mecca. Seven hundred. What do you think is number two in Alabama? <laughs> Uh, this is where I went hazy on it, but you're yeah. right. Uh, go ahead and tell the, Yeah, the Grand Hotel yeah. down in Point Clear. I didn't 400. realize they had the, I didn't realize that would be second, but yeah. uh, nice place. I'm there a decent amount. So that made me wonder, well, what about the largest in Florida? And it's, it's I went with Gaylord. Yeah. Uh, the, and, uh, but I should have gone with, with what it, it is. The Disney's Port Orleans Resort yeah. has 3,056. Though we have to say, I think, as a dot, 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 Disney generally is probably the biggest hotel right disney world is probably the biggest hotel if if, if you combined yeah. all those hotel oh, yeah. properties but but port orleans has 3056 maybe wonder about the opryland stayed there a few years ago yeah opryland hotel 2888 opryland's right? a really cool place uh been up there uh i guess once that yeah. i remember anyway and uh 
you know, it is it is really big, and a ton of people. I know they do big Christmas stuff there. But oh that, yeah. But all these things, all those Gaylord properties, are I mean, are are basically just built for conventions. Oh, I think. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, just enormous. So I then wondered, what's the largest one in the U.S.? What do you think is the largest in the U.S.? Uh, I'm saying something in Vegas. You were correct. You're absolutely. Matter of fact, number one through nine in the largest hotels in the country and the are, entire, all, are all one through out nine. Of Las yeah. Vegas. Yeah. Number yeah. nine is the smallest of those. It's Bellagio, and it's enormous. But yeah, number one is. They actually combine the the Venetian and the Palazzo. I've never seen either of them, but I guess they're they're essentially connected. You so, know, uh, thinking of Bellagio, I'm going to interrupt here. Yeah. Uh, I love uh, the, another thing I love about Vegas, or maybe I didn't love this, but uh, it's just how free people are. You know, like <laughs> yeah. uh, I remember uh, being in the Bellagio and we're sitting there at a blackjack table gambling, and a a man comes strolling down off the elevator and starts hanging out at the at the table like across the aisle from us. Yeah, just he wasn't playing; he was yeah. just kind of watching what's going on. But yeah. he's got on just all he had on was one of those like man hugger bikini. Oh no, you're kidding me! I, I, I mean, sat there for like 15 minutes just no. watching the action, oh, and you're geez. like, this is hysterical. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then I guess he went on to the pool. Yeah, he went on to the pool, but it's like, man, I don't think I would have done it. Well, uh, the, the the Venetian and the Palazzo in Vegas, it's the largest hotel combined, 7,000 rooms. So, again, take that, but then add another 3,000 rooms, and that's this thing out in Mecca. Number two was the MGM Grand with 6,852. The, the largest hotel in the country that's not in Vegas is in the as in the country of or the the, country, the state of Hawaii and it's the Hilton Hawaiian Village in Waikiki Beach three thousand eight hundred and four yeah. rooms. I didn't realize that was that big. I've never yeah. been to Hawaii. I don't want to go yeah. out there. Well, uh, they say you know go. my my, my brother in law uh, Sam Savage just got yeah. engaged. Oh. He's in Hawaii. Oh, nice. And uh, there's a chance he'd be getting married in Hawaii. Ooh, that'd and be good. so that would mean the Truitts would be traveling, traveling to, Hawaii to Hawaii for the first time. Yeah, ever, that could so. be like the Bradys go to Hawaii. We we'll yeah. have, we'll have to put that on TV. I was trying to convince him to do it in Gatlinburg, Ooh. but uh, he's going uh, Hawaii, to Hawaii. So. Hawaii, well, I, listen, I've been to Maui and Kauai, and they're fantastic. I've never spent time in Waikiki Beach. I, I think that's near Honolulu, and there's a whole bunch of stuff going on there. Hey, who we got on the phone? Man, uh, we, te- we tease uh, this all the time. Yeah. Jace, Chandler, Jace is, uh, Chandler, our friend, is finally joining us on the Truett Insurance and Bonding Hotline. Jace, yeah. how are you? Yeah. I'm good. Good morning, boys. How are you, man? And, and by the way, Jace Chandler, the owner of Jace Chandler and Associates, yes. who sells traffic appurtenances. Appurtenances. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Who doesn't need a good appurtenance? Yeah. Everybody. See, the thing that's funny, I remember, you know how whatever you're in, uh, whatever you know profession you're in, that's kind of like what you talk about a lot or yeah. notice things. Like, yeah. you know, being in insurance, I notice like every whatever pickup truck going down the road that's got a, a logo on the door sure, you know sure, oh, right. that's these guys that's yeah. remember being with jace we're driving down uh, the interstate one time and he starts talking about all the guardrails like man <laughs> that one that one's got the texas twist on it and you're like man nobody cares about the texas twist. nobody cares about what you do other than you you know is is what it boils down to so i remember crash attenuators though and that's a that's a big ticket item yeah it, jace? you gotta have an attenuator go ahead jace we'll quit talking hey, no no hey, that's all great thanks thanks for uh Pumping me up with all that exciting uh, appurtenance. Talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so if you need a traffic appurtenance, yeah. contact Jace. People are drawn Jace in by this. Now, Jace, you, you saw you saw you saw a movie. We're bringing Jace on as a movie reviewer for the moment. Maverick, Top Gun, Maverick. We, yeah, we've never done a movie review. Yeah. So, uh, you, Brock, you've seen it, and Jace, I, I know, seen has seen it. it yeah. So, y'all talk it up, and I need to go see it. Man, this is yeah. This is Jace's take. I don't know. I'm not going to spoil anything. Oh yeah, you can't spoil anything. That's yeah. true. Hey, I mean, I, like I said, you know, I was telling Tony, if, you know, I mean, first first Top Gun since, what, 1986, was it, when yeah. the original came? I, I remember right. going to see the original at the Hoover oh, yeah. Square. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Good grief. Six, six, 
six yeah. theaters full. I mean, just action coming at you from six directions at the and, Hoover Square. And by the way, they uh, again, I don't think this is a spoiler. They open it up with basically the two main themes: the dum dum dum, you know, and then uh, and then the uh, Kenny Loggins song. So it opens up with a complete nod to the old one. And Jace, I mean, you you pick up from here, but I thought that they did an amazing well, me, job in developing a new story, no, I mean, but yeah. absolutely hugging the old one. Absolutely, and, that, and that's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say if you saw, you know, the the 1986 version, then I think you'll you'll love this one because I mean, what I mean, very very similar plot. And if you like, you said if you like the old the old music from the original, yeah, the the, the original starting scene. Uh, I mean, and a lot of things they obviously tied in from 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 the original to this. Then I think I think you'll love this one as well. I mean, obviously updated graphics and and cameras you know i know my understanding is they did actually had so many cameras on these jets uh yeah they were know, immersive they did, I, i've seen a special what was, and what it turns was, uh tom scarrett's name tom's character tom scarrett was he, oh. was he the the the, the 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 top flight guy in the original one oh, it was God, on viper? Cheer. He viper? Was he viper he, he wasn't he was viper right i, think I don't that's know right yeah, but you yeah. know that uh, for this so, one, they so literally Joker was uh, Joker was uh, was the one of the one of the, <laughs> one of the uh, trainers. But yeah. yeah, I think he was a Viper. Yeah, I think that might have been Viper. The, uh, the, the one of the things I saw is uh, Tom Cruise required that uh, that this be immersive. It's it's not special effects. I mean, by gosh, these pilots were literally in these jets pulling these extreme G forces. They had to go through the training and uh and I think that I think I'm correct that Tom was at least back I think they all were were at least back seat if if not possibly someone has suggested that Tom may have been issued a particular F-18 that he was allowed to fly. Now, I don't know whether that's true. That sounds extraordinary, but but they literally have right. these in-cockpit uh, um, cameras showing these guys literally pulling extreme Gs. It, it, is a, it, it is a wild ride. Yeah, absolutely. You're, yeah, you're right, and I think, I, think, I think you're correct. I mean, you know, obviously an updated, you know, the updated jet, because uh, don't they mention the old, uh, the older... What was it? The F fourteen. Sixteen. F fourteen. F fourteen. Yeah. In this, but yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think, and and go see it in an IMAX. I saw it in IMAX over in Hoover. Man. And yeah. Wow. Made a difference. It, it, it was, that was it. Made, made a yeah. Made a difference. And, I hadn't thought and about that. A good thing, and, a, and the the best part of it all was the theater was packed. Oh yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. You know, That's and, the thing too, man. Everybody folks, got out of the habit of going through the through the thing, but it's it's great to hear that people are going back to the theaters again. Yeah. Yeah. And and then I think that'll spurn on some 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 new movies and some you know actual you know going going back to the theater to see movies because uh, over the last two years you know obviously not many not many new movies came out and and matter of fact this was what this was slated to come out in two thousand and nineteen or two thousand twenty. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's and right. And then, you know, so, but you but would, no, absolutely. I think, I think, I think, you know, I mean, think everybody would enjoy it. Is it, uh, is it kind of family oriented yeah. as well? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, absolutely family oriented. I mean, there might be one, one f bomb <laughs> thrown out in the whole movie. Yeah, but but how they put it out just wasn't. It was a where they put it in there was was was, uh, you know, you'll understand. <laughs> All <laughs> right, but yeah, but very family oriented. Uh, uh, like you said, it's it's kind of the same theme. Uh, hey, get a get a, you know what the question was 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 Val Kilmer going to be actually in the movie? And yeah. yes, he is, and he and he does have a small, very small it, as it may be speaking part. 
and but so, it's emotional. It's yeah. If, if, in matter of fact, if if you get through that portion of the movie and you're in our generation and there's not a little bit of pepper in the air, I, you you've got something because that's uh, that that's an emotional scene and they, they couldn't have handled that any better. And of course, for folks who don't know, Val Kilmer is suffering through stroke yeah. cancer, um, and and they treated that um, just extremely well. Kind of wrote it into the story and. Uh, it, 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 to me, Jace, it was an epic. It, it literally was an epic. Oh, yeah. Um, and rarely is the sequel better than the original, but I think by far this one was. All right. Right. Without, without spoiling anything, of course, how they, uh, how they bring him on, you don't, you don't think, you know, you probably will see him, but you do, so, yeah. which is great. Well, man, everybody get out and see that. Jace, we got to run, but thanks for joining us this morning. Yeah, absolutely. Man, I, I, I'll try to call in next week with my <laughs> review of, Jurassic World Dominion. Yeah, man. And then the Elvis thing is <laughs> yeah, coming out. Yeah, There's right, a string right. of good yeah, ones coming now. Of, so, yeah. all right, man. We'll see you. Thanks, thanks, boys. Good show. All right. Yeah, Jace Chandler uh, with Jace Chandler and Associates, seller of traffic appurtenances and, and yeah. a movie critic. Man, uh, how about that first movie review ever we've had? Is, but, it, uh, is it JaceChandlerCritic.org now? I yeah, mean, does he I, just get to call himself He needs to be like that? Dr. Yeah. Beach. You're on to something yeah, right, right there. Hey, uh, Truett Insurance and Bonding, what we're doing over there, they allow us to come on and do what we yes, do here. Do. Uh, and uh, I'm part of that, actually. Oh, so that's yeah. good. I'm Tony Truett, Truett Insurance and Bonding. But, uh, hey, uh, this week we did it some more bonds. So contract your last name. Yeah. Man, who knew? Oh, wow. uh, but listen, bonds we do all the time. Contractors, if you need bid, performance, and payment bonds, uh, give me a call, 205-254-3005. Uh, we knocked out several this week for people and some bid bonds uh, that are coming up. We also do license bonds, probate bonds. These warehouseman's bonds oh, are coming yeah. up. They were new on 731. Anybody need some help with Everybody that? Everybody has Fidelity those. bonds, all that. But we wrote some home and auto this week. Wrote a couple of new businesses. I know we're working on a contra- our uh, electrical contractor and some other stuff. Good, uh, several good. builders' risks. So anything in the construction space, give us a holler, and uh, hopefully we can help you out with it. But TruitInsurance.com. Yeah. Do it with Truit. Yeah. Uh, Brock, how about this, man? Thinking of uh, construction, how about Marathon Electrical Contractors? They were yeah. a finalist for the National Associated General Contractor Safety Excellence Award for 2022. Yeah, that's so, fantastic. They, they're uh, a big great. resource for our area. Yeah, they do a ton of work and yeah. good people over there. So uh, – <laughs> Uh, congrats to them uh what else we got here uh congrats to my friend ann mccarley who is uh one of the bond underwriters we work with at the hartford she was just named uh this is another national award uh, but one of the rising stars for 2022 by the construction financial management association there are only 24 across the country and ann was one of them and she's another one Uh, yeah good friend of yours yeah she does uh good stuff uh, for sure we've in the past gone to uh covers like of the sports illustrated just to kind of see what was happening in in (laughs) previous years well i wanted to do that for the year 1977 and i didn't see any Thing real interesting for June, so I thought, you know what, I'm going to go to the Cosmopolitan magazine, Cosmo, Man, right? Uh, uh, in can, can we talk about some of their yeah, articles? Yeah. So, cover girl for Cosmo, uh, June 1977, Christy Brinkley. That was yeah. the cover girl. Uh, he was pretty, by the way. Among the little, you know, on Cosmo, they have all these little teasers of the articles that they have in there. Three of them were like divorce-related teasers, but one of them was funny. It said, "Why strong, terrific girls get hopelessly involved with losers?" Yep. How about that one? I think everybody wants to know that. And another one was the Marilyn Monroe, only her hairdresser knew, an intimate memoir. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Interesting stuff. We'll have to go back to that. Uh, But, yeah, Cosmopolitan uh, was sporting Christy Brinkley this time back in 1977. Would be interesting to go back and see what the the best-playing top 40 song was in 1977. I'm sure it was disco. It had to be. Yeah. had to be. Yeah. Uh, How about this – June 4th, 1940, Yeah, Winston Churchill gave his We Shall Fight on the Seas and Oceans speech. 
that sounded more oh, like Kennedy. I yeah, think, yeah. Than, we should uh, fight. That, we should fight on the beaches. We yeah. Uh, what else here? Also, June fourth, nineteen forty. Uh, in I guess in relation to that, uh, this was uh, when they evacuated everybody from Dunkirk. That's the reason. Yeah, that was yeah. the reason why he came in. That was basically the transition to Churchill. What is yeah. the movie uh, Darkest Hour? Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, Darkest Hour. Phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen that, go look at that. Just the pressure on that man oh, at for the sure. time. But. Yeah, that was three hundred thirty over three hundred thirty eight thousand people yeah. that got off the beaches. That was basically yeah. the entire army for England was about to surrender until they did that. Yeah, and that, that was going to the be world a would have been different if that Oof. had happened. Uh, June fourth, eighteen ninety six. Henry Ford took his uh, first Ford for a stroll down the streets of Detroit. How about that? I don't, I don't know how they know that either, but uh, they said that happened. And today, uh, congrats to my lifelong friend Kirk Parker. Oh yeah, yeah, he's Birthday. always a few days after me. So uh, yeah. you know. Way to do it. And the Seahawks got their franchise today in the NFL. Well, they were I, awarded a franchise. The, it, uh, June 3rd. Was it 3rd? No, no, no. Oh. June 3rd, 1932. June 3rd, 1932. Lou Gehrig, ever heard of him? I heard Baseball of him. Baseball player. How about this? He hit four consecutive home runs in one game. Huh. The, uh, basically the equivalent of yesterday, 1932. Yeah. How about that? And then, of course, he's um uh forever memorialized unfortunately with the Lou Gehrig's disease but man what an amazing baseball player he was yeah listen you had a uh, um a, a little article here about Brightline which is a group that does some uh, some rail systems well man we may hold that one till next week yeah? i think we're about to run out of time uh and i really want to kind of get into that and circle back to our sky buckets and yeah, yeah. Uh, all of that stuff so uh i'm going to hit on a couple of other things real quick uh uh, Rojo, you know, the restaurant over there, and um, I don't know if that's Highland Park, I guess, but, uh, you know, down kind of near our office, Rojo is celebrating 20 years in business. So Laney and Clark over there have done an amazing job for 20 years. If you haven't been there, that's a very cool place. It has, like, the Mexican on one side and American on the other, mm. And uh, but I can't believe that's been 20 years that that's over there. That's a, a fantastic spot. Uh, how about this? Uh, on WBRC, they on their website, they had an article about uh, Birmingham tourism is spiking. Uh, over $2 billion was spent in Jefferson County during 2021. Oh, wow. Man, think about uh, that, uh, that people are coming into our area spending money on restaurants and hotels. Um, I think a lot of this goes – and, you know, 2021 is still kind of, I guess, part of the pandemic. So, uh, Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, among the things like you've got the USA Pickleball National Indoor Championship coming back to Hoover, right? Yeah, how about so, that, man? You know, there's the thing, July 7th through the 11th, and, you know, there's an, an opportunity for folks to come in from all across the country and, uh, you know, make an economic impact throughout the city. So, yeah, June 7th uh, – July 7th through Everybody's the 11th. Everybody's in on that pickleball craze. I saw yeah. where uh, Gulf Shores is building, like, I think it's – 12 or 14 courts um yeah. you know down uh, where they are all the cities or municipalities are yeah. building pickleball courts it's crazy i don't know enough about it i don't we need either. to go play one day yeah, and see if it's worth all the buzz out. i hear music man absolutely hey tony truitt truitt insurance and bonding if we can help you with uh, your business insurance uh we do a ton of stuff garage repair uh medical and dental uh any kind of business basically you've got we'd love to take a look yeah. at that uh, life insurance and do a ton of bonds. So give us a call or check us out, truitinsurance.com. Yeah, and I'm Brock Murphy with Brock G. Murphy Law Firm, handling all kind of commercial disputes, contracts, litigation, 205-313-6360. Uh, Love to work with you. Did you know? Did you know that Australians spend about $18 billion a year on gambling, those degenerates? Did not know that. Did you know that a group of parrots is called a pandemonium? No, that's pretty cool. That is a good one. How about this? Did you know that there was a a medieval unit of measurement called a butt that was used for wine? A buttload of wine was 129 gallons. Good heavens. 
Did you know dogs have unique nose prints, kind of like our fingerprints? No. Yeah. Okay. How about this? Uh, did you know that foreign coin, coins were not banned as legal tender in the U.S. until 1857? Good heavens. That was a long time. Did you know otters, when they sleep, they hold hands to keep from floating away from each other? How about that? Yeah. Uh, here's my last one. Did you know that killer whales live about 10 years? A humpback whale lives about 45 to 50 years. Beluga whales can live between 35 and 50 years. And blue whales live all the way between 80 and 90 Good years. Good heavens. They're living right. They're big, gigantic, yes. gigantic uh, animals. Listen, thank you for tuning in to Truett News Radio. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook page. Yeah, or, or like uh, like my LinkedIn, my personal LinkedIn page. Yeah, oh, good. there you go. Yeah, well, I've got one too, absolutely. But check us out. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget Jim Butters is coming up next, right? Yeah, listen to Jim's show, and uh, everybody have a great Saturday. We'll catch you all next week right here on Truett News Radio. Birmingham will say.